Hello and welcome. You're now listening to the 2028 Podcast, your one-stop hub for getting quality content on becoming the next millionaire investor. Hi, I'm Vince. And I'm Tizen, and we'll be leading you through our digestible SWOT analysis on complex business operations, and we'll judge whether they'll sink or swim. Between the two of us, we have 10 years of solid business analytical experience, and we want to impart with you the tools necessary to not just survive, but thrive as an investor. I have a question. Have you ever used Microsoft Team or... You know, like WhatsApp or Messenger, Facebook Messenger. So uh, I've used Messenger. Like, honestly, like, I don't use my phone to text or anything like that. If you want to get in contact with me. I can attest to that because uh, (laughs) you never answer my text or anything. But the moment I message you on Messenger, boom, you're there. Like what? What This happened yesterday. We were supposed to record yesterday and you were calling me like no other. Yes. This is the only reason why I found out is because of Messenger. I didn't check my phone or anything like that. Yeah, and, and that's strange because your messenger, mm-hmm. it comes as a secondary, you know, Thing like notification. Yeah. But you look for that instead of actual... <laughs> actual like, text messages. Yeah. Texts. I know. I don't, I don't get it. Because mm. you know what? I feel like that's the way the world is heading to. Because mm-hmm. like what? In Messenger, you have like, it's easier. You have emojis. You can send like whatever, pictures and all that good stuff. I mean, you can do that on text too. Okay. To be fair, Sherlock, yes, that is true. But I think the user... <laughs> I think the user interface is much better. All mm, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like now, it better. Have you ever heard of a company called Slack? Slack. Uh, uh, hold on. So what is Slack, actually? So Slack is actually a technological software company, right? Okay. So basically what they do is they allow people to communicate with others. So it's a mm. communication software, just like Facebook Messenger or anything else. But okay. what's different is that this one is actually highly secure and it's highly encrypted so it's mostly mm. for businesses gotcha okay so it's like facebook but for businesses is that yes. that's what you're saying so mm. okay that's cool and all but how did they really actually get started teasing well so slack was actually founded by steward butterfield right so he actually had a couple ideas before slack came into play and okay. it was creating games Re- games really okay yeah so he was creating games and not gonna lie a lot of the games failed Ooh, so miserably so the first game that he tried to create was a game called Neverending. Neverending, okay. it was actually scrapped back in 2004 because consumers did not like it. Ooh, pretty early on, okay. It was not really the thing. And then later on, he created another game called Glitch. Okay, how did that do? Glitch actually received $15.7 million. Jeez, so they must be they must be a great company right now, right? You would think it's a good company, right? Mm-hmm. A good game. But guess what? It failed back in 2012. Man, this guy seems like the definition of failing forward. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what happened was while he was creating Glitch, something amazing happened. Yeah, so when he was creating Glitch, Glitch itself was not that well-received, like you said, Tizen. No. But right before the company dissolved, they actually really found like gold within the murkiness of what they've created. Mm-hmm. Their internal communication system was great second to none and because of that like a lot of people believe that wow we have this great technology within this company this local intellectual property we should change our company vision and focus it on this so the company that was glitch slowly merged into slack technologies in 2014 Mm -hmm. and that's where we are today it's just like it's a gaming company that got converted into a technology business communications company and what's really cool about slack is that Mm -hmm. back in 2014 when you know slack went live was that they actually raised over 120 million dollars wow 
Yeah. Wow, okay. And what's crazy is that within the first 24 hours, there were 8,000 signups. Whew. Whew, man. That, yeah, that's, so that's a really good sign. People heard about it and they're like, mm-hmm. whoa, okay, I need to get on this. Yeah. And teasing, you know what's also really cool? Mm. A lot of their founding members are still in the company. Mm, how so? Yeah, so uh, Stuart Butterfield, like you mentioned, still the CEO. Their mm-hmm. CTO. And he was the original founder. He was the original founder, yes. Yeah. And then their CTO, Carl uh, Henderson. Mm-hmm. These are still their CTO to this day. Their mm-hmm. client lead, Eric Costello, mm-hmm. same guy from the beginning. And their principal engineer, Sergey Markov, still mm-hmm. the same principal engineer. Okay. That, I mean, that's really good. They're not kicking people out just like, no. you know, some people companies that we did in the past. <laughs> not going to mention no names. Nope. But yeah, no, if people love this, then they believe that this is a great company. They really have a great vision. Now, Vince, Slack is actually a really good company that, you know, is is kind of like a hidden gem, right? But we'll get to that. So first, let's do a SWOT analysis about Slack. And to begin, let's begin with their strengths. Now, the first strength that they have is that 600, teasing, 638,000 companies use Slack worldwide. Okay, okay. So all over the world. Yeah, all over the world. And 65 of the Fortune 100 companies use Slack. Yeah, I mean, that's a great thing, right? Because, I mean, you know, the Fortune 100 companies, they're like, what, multi-billion dollar companies? Multi-billion dollar companies. It's a necessity because, like, what? Communication is vital for a company to operate. So it goes to show that Slack is an integral cog in the machine. Now, let me ask you this. Do Mm. you know, like... Like an estimate or something about like how many people actually use it like yeah, daily so or like weekly, monthly? On a daily basis, season. Uh-huh. On a daily basis, 12 million people use Slack. Oh. Yeah. 12 million people use it daily. Daily. Now, remember, this is great. This is great for a company that started in 2012. Mm-hmm. It's amazing yeah. growth. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Actually, you know what? Another thing that I found out recently was that Northwestern Mutual, right? Yes. They actually adapted Slack, and they're using it as their communication software. Oh, wow. What's really nice is that, so they actually brought in 450,000 of their users. Basically, those are new users for Slack. Jeez, that, that's a huge company to have. And like with that, you would imagine like, what, Northwestern Mutual? You would imagine that would take a big chunk of Slack's accounts receivables, right? Yeah, but actually, that's not the case. No one company takes 10% of their accounts receivable. Really? Mm-hmm. So that's like a safety net. It's an amazing safety safety net. So say, for example, like what? A one client leaves, they're mm-hmm. not going to be worried, too worried about that. They already have nope. so their, their portfolio is so diversified. They're not going to worry too much about it. Mm. I mean, they do have 65 of the Fortune 100 companies. So like, and plus they have what? 630 something thousand companies worldwide. They do, yeah. They're not going to worry about... I mean, for us, like, say, for example, he's not going to lie, if you and I were able to have Northwestern Mutual as a client, I'm not going to lie. That'll be the biggest thing ever. Uh, Northwestern Mutual, if you are listening, uh, we are the best choice you have. (laughs) Now, Tizen, another great thing about Slack is that they have so much funding going on for them. Really? How much? Yeah. $1.4 billion. Oh, okay. And how many rounds have they done it? 13 rounds in total. Oh. Now, have you have they done any, like, acquisitions or anything of certain companies? Yeah, actually. Yeah, their latest acquisition was of Rhymeto. Rhymeto okay. 
didn't take place too long. That was also in、uh, July of 2020, and before、oh, okay. that, they had Astro Technologies. Hmm. Okay. Okay.、Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like you know they have a pretty unique like growth model. How so? You know the way that they're building everything. Because I mean, if you think about it, their primary focus is basically their users rather than un- like normally your stakeholders. Dude. Not okay. In in school, they always said like that transition occurred in like what the 70s where. Companies、mm-hmm. were really catered towards their, their stakeholders to make、yep. sure that the bottom line gets better. Yeah. But you're telling me for Slack, they're taking no, the they're, users they're first. Users first. Wow. Yeah. And what's、wow. also nice is that they're actually really focusing on developing like the best UI that they can have. And why is that good? I mean, you know. It, so first off, I've tried it, and it's super simple and easy to use, right? And if it's that simple, anybody. Can just go on it and start using it and just become a master at it. Okay, hold on. Let me ask. How long of a cur- learning curve did it take for you to actually master Slack? So honestly, it took me about two three minutes. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I just looked around, saw different options, saw that、mm-hmm. I can create groups with different people, and then、mm. saw that you know I can send certain you know files messages. It was pretty self-explanatory to be honest. <laughs> Dang, that's seamless. I like that. I like that they really care about their people, and it goes to show because their monthly number of visitors per month is 63 million people per month. Oh,、okay. yeah, and that's growing at a rate of 19 percent per month. So they're going.、Oh, that that that's good. That's really they're skyrocketing. They're skyrocketing. Yeah, and like obviously since they started in the United States, a majority of their monthly、uh, visits come from people in the U.S. 48 percent. Oh, okay. But they are—I mean, they are worldwide. So they are worldwide. Yeah, like another below the U.S. is Japan, India, the U.K., and Canada. I mean, like for a company like Slack,、mm. amazing, amazing. I'm not gonna lie; those are really good strengths to have for a company, you know. But you, you know, Slack is a big company, but at the same time, it's it's got some flaws. You know, they've got some weaknesses. How so? Like what? So okay, so if we're talking about weaknesses, they are very limited. Now, for the first weakness, we're gonna talk about their UI real quick. So remember how I told you their UI is pretty good, right? But they do have some flaws to it. Like what? So okay, so for instance, you know how you know how we're chatting on it, and you know, like each chat goes one by one, and you can see all of them, right? By chat, you mean like a typing chat, right? Yeah, typing chat. Okay. So the thing is that they are their entire chat is live, like it's、okay. in a live mode. So whatever new Chats come up. That's the first thing that you'll see. Right,、oh, okay. it comes straight in the bottom. Now, what's bad about that is that let's say you leave the chat and then you come back like an hour later, right?、Mm-hmm. You're not gonna see the chats that you've missed. You're not gonna see the messages that you've missed. So for、oh, those, so you, you actually have to scroll up. up. Yeah. Dang. Okay. And that is kind of a pain in the butt. You know, but that's like a. I feel like that should be a pretty quick fix, don't you yeah, think? Yeah, that should be a pretty quick fix. But the thing is, they haven't done that yet. Yeah, I'm surprised why they haven't done that, especially if they're user oriented.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe they will in the future. But、uh, if you've ever used WhatsApp, right?、Mm-hmm. Whenever you leave the chat and you go back to it, the first thing you see is you've seen like so and so many missed messages, and then yes, you'll see that first, and、mm-hmm. then you scroll down to see the new one. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if I were a WhatsApp user, I'd probably just stick to WhatsApp rather than going to Slack. If you know、mm-hmm. what I mean.、Mm-hmm. Yep. But I mean, that is one of their weaknesses, and they can easily change that. Yeah. But Tizen, I know that another weakness that they do have is productivity.、Mm. Now, Slack they pride themselves with increasing productivity, 
but okay. recent studies have shown they might actually decrease productivity. Why is that? Yeah, so there's a paper that was released. They said that since the barrier to entry to communicate was very easy, it made it easy for people to really slack off. Like, well, pun intended. Like people who are using Slack are slacking off of their jobs because, hmm. say for example, if it's if it's instant messaging, I say, hey, Tizen, how's it going? What'd you do over the weekend? Very mm -hmm. easy, very quick. You don't really stick to the script of like staying within work topics. Uh, and because of that, you. people are not as focused. Mm, that makes sense. And in fact, users that use Slack, their productivity was great until 11 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Now, after 11, their productivity shot down like no other. Really? Now, you could you could account that for like, say for example, they want to go to lunch, but they controlled that for uh, employees that did not use Slack. Mm -hmm. And in fact, their productivity increased, increased after lunch. Oh, really? Slack is good and all, but after after the beginning of the workday, Slack is actually kind of a detriment. Mm, it makes people slack off. <laughs> exactly. Now, here's another weakness that I kind of see. It's the fact that they actually don't have VoIP. Now, what is VoIP? Voice over IP. So it's just like what Skype and everything uses where you can actually video chat or have a call. Oh, okay. You know? So, yeah, Slack does not have that. Slack is mainly just an instant messenger and like a messaging app. I feel like they're slacking on that. Mm-hmm. They should integrate that, you know, sometime soon. Because that I mean, is a big feature that a lot of people would love to have. That is true. That is true. I mean, it's a very simple fix, if you mm -hmm. ask me. But. Yeah. Now, if you think about it, like, for those who are actually using Slack, they're probably also using, like, you know, Microsoft Teammate or, like, you know, Skype to actually mm -hmm. get in on these calls or, like, you know, conference mm -hmm. calls, okay. stuff third like that. Party, third party yeah. apps. Mm -hmm. Now, if they were to, like, implement VoIP, it would be much better and people would just stick to just one thing. We'll see. Maybe they have an opportunity to do that in the future. Yeah, and I mean, to be honest, Vince, like, I've done my share of research and you've done yours. And, like, to be honest, have you found anything else that's, like, a weakness for them? Honestly, not really. What? They've been doing everything right. Their operating costs are, yeah, they're growing steadily, but not at this, they're growing at a slow rate compared to their revenue. Um, they're acquiring a lot of companies. They're doing great. Honestly, they're good. They're really yeah. good. I mean, to be honest, it looks like they have a lot more opportunities than weaknesses. Now, the biggest, the biggest opportunity that Slack has going on for them is acquisition of Slack by Salesforce. Yeah, I've actually heard about that, and that is really amazing. It's a huge thing. It's really going on in the news. Like, a lot of hype has gone around it. And you know what? Mm -hmm. This acquisition is going through the DOJ, or the Department of Justice. Mm. Yeah, because, you know, like, the whole antitrust law where... You can't have you can't have two big companies merging together without merging, yep. yeah so because you want a competition going on within the market mm -hmm. so they are just going over the, through the fine print and both companies are really in compliance just to make sure that they abide by all the laws mm. now what happens to like people who have slack shares yeah that's a good question in the deal salesforce section can buy slack for 27.7 billion dollars now like you said per uh per shareholder of slack each shareholder will get $26.79 in cash plus 0.0776 shares of Salesforce. So it's a mm. pretty good deal. So wait, so wait. So they're going to get the cash for each stock. Yes. Plus they're also going to get 0 0.0776 shares of Salesforce? Exactly, yeah. Oh. So all those shares are going to be converted into uh, shares of Salesforce. So it's a great deal. It's a phenomenal mm, deal. That's really good. 
Yeah, and the entire purpose of this is just to become a really big threat to Microsoft because Microsoft Teams, like you said, yeah. is their biggest, is their biggest competitor. But we'll talk mm -hmm. about that later. But it's a great deal, and a lot of people are looking into it, and they're trying to see like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, when is this going to happen? Because there's a lot of hype going around this. That's a good opportunity. But uh, you know what's also been a good opportunity? The fact that COVID actually happened. Oh, you know it. You yeah. know it. Because you know, once COVID started, like the amount of remote working has skyrocketed mm -hmm. oh you know 100%. a lot of people shut down yeah a lot of people shut down their offices and now mm -hmm. everyone's working from home so you this has became yeah yeah so this has became like a necessity mm -hmm. yeah you know it's it's a, it's a vital part of a lot of people's operations mm -hmm. and it goes to show a lot of people really do trust it Mm -hmm. And because of this, there are a lot of major publications, such as Wired, New York Times, The Verge. They've published articles supporting, supporting Slack. Slack. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, and that's good because you know, like, if you see articles at like many of these popular, you know, publications, you're like, oh, this is something that's huge. This gives legitimacy. Like mm -hmm. a lot of people are like, they have a lot of eyes, and like you said, a lot more acquisitions, a lot more people are who are willing to convert into Slack. Mm -hmm. or as it's going to be Slack slash Salesforce. Honestly, I mean, I think those are some really good opportunities. But like any companies, they also have some threats. Oh, uh, what are they? One of the biggest being Microsoft. You know how like Microsoft has uh, Microsoft Teams? Yes. So that is a big, big threat to Slack I mean, because Microsoft Team, they do have Instant Messenger, right? Mm -hmm. They do have... What is it? Uh, they do have Microsoft VoIP has, callings. Yeah, their they thing do is have Skype, video chat. right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's all integrated. And plus, they also have, you know, Microsoft Office. Mm. And they yeah. also have the versions where you can actually collaborate with people on the same documents, which Slack does not have. No, I remember even like what in high school, grade school, elementary school, we would use Microsoft Word, PowerPoint. We would learn that stuff. So mm -hmm. we're more acclimated to the entire ecosystem of Microsoft, mm -hmm. which it, it makes sense why, why people will lean towards Microsoft Teams because mm -hmm. it's just a natural transition. Yeah. And the fact that Microsoft has everything mm -hmm. that a business would need. Yeah. You know, they have your office, they have your calendars, mm -hmm. they have messaging, voice calls, video yes. chats, mm -hmm. email. They, they yeah. literally have everything. Yeah, uh, I know that Slack actually filed a lawsuit against Microsoft and the European Commission. Mm, why is that? Yeah, so pretty much exactly for the reasons we just said, like how a lot of people already use Microsoft, mm -hmm. how a lot of people already like are familiar with it, and they believe mm -hmm. that this action is very uh, anti-competitive. Mm. In fact, what Microsoft really wanted to do originally in Europe, they mm -hmm. wanted to have Microsoft Teams integrated with Microsoft Word, Excel, all that stuff. So mm. that way when you do download Word, you already have Microsoft Teams. But mm, Slack gotcha. Security General Counsel, uh, David, uh, his last name, I cannot pronounce his last name, mm -hmm. but Slack's general, counselor, Slack's general counsel says that Microsoft Teams should be a one-off product. It should be separate. So if mm. a company really wants Microsoft Teams, they should buy it separately from Microsoft's office entire ecosystem. Ah, now, but here it is available. Mm -hmm. Here it's available. Here it's available. Mm. But they did file that in the European Union. So who knows what will oh. happen in the States? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Now, another major threat that Slack does face is actual acquisition from Salesforce itself. Really? Yeah. That's a threat? It's a threat. So let me Why tell so? you. So you remember how in the beginning of the episode, we talked about how a lot of senior um, management in Slack are the original co-founders? Mm -hmm. Now, it's questionable what will happen to their roles. 
like will they become since technically it's yeah technically quote unquote it's going to be slack slash salesforce the actual mm -hmm. name is going to be salesforce yeah. which slack operates so yeah. who knows what's going to happen mm. are the senior managements just going to be quote unquote demoted to become project managers mm. who knows are they going to have I mean, like a they lower might level? just stick to like executive positions they may be maybe who mm. knows they, if they're executive positions they don't have the final say in what goes on that is true they have a, a upper boss to like manage and mm. remember the entire um their entire mission statement where they're more user user interested yeah oh that might change exactly that might change the company culture mm. might change so that could be a threat mm -hmm. but i mean if you think about it you know salesforce is a really big company right yeah so what if like they have ideas of bringing like a word slash office like structure and like voip and all these who knows? Who knows? Who I knows? mean, hopefully, hopefully they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're other than those two. I mean, I, I would say those two are the biggest threats, but they do have some other competitors like, you know, Monday. There's also like the whole Google ecosystem. Yeah. Any sort of like team collaboration sort of system. You have that. Mm -hmm. You have Symphony. You have, like you said, Monday. There are a whole mm -hmm. bunch of other smaller companies which are competitors, but they're legitimate Nothing threats. Nothing really yeah. too big of a threat. Not as big as Microsoft, I would say. Well, guys, that was our SWOT analysis on Slack. Now, for this SWOT analysis, we know that this is very strength heavy, and that's because with all of our research, we really focused on their strengths. And with their acquisition by Salesforce, it's not really threat heavy, it's not really weakness heavy, because it's a legitimately a good company. But Tizen, let's get into our discussion and really talk and explain why we believe that this is such a great company. So Vince, mm. what do you think? Slack. Yeah. Uh, Great company overall, easy mm -hmm. swim. I mean, mm -hmm. like normally I would just like tease it up a little bit, say like, oh, why I think it's a swim. But honestly, with the research it's that we did- It's an easy swim. That's such an easy swim. Mm -hmm. Like we're looking into their financials, great. We're looking into their history, great. They raised one over a billion dollars in their funding, in their, mm -hmm. in their raising of capital. Mm -hmm. And they're getting an acquisition by yeah. Salesforce, which is one of the biggest companies. Exactly, yeah. And like what? You, like you said, a lot of the Fortune 100, not 500, 100 companies use this product. Mm -hmm. The top billion dollar companies. Yes. So, I mean, it is huge. Mm -hmm. So I I have to say it's, it's no doubt a swim. You know, when we use Slack, like honestly, like right now we're a team of two. Mm -hmm. But realistically, when we get like other people involved, I wouldn't be opposed to using Slack. Like if it's a company that's greater than 20 people. Yeah, I would not mind. Mm -hmm. No, it's a great internal system to use. And like, if I like it, if he's in, if you like it, mm -hmm. great. It's a great product. I mean, it was super easy. You know, the mm -hmm. UI interface was just very easy. And like the learning curve was basically nothing. Yeah. Now that might be because I'm kind of tech savvy, but I, I have a feeling like to the average person, like mi five minutes tops to understand it. Tops, everything. tops. Yeah. E easy, easy. Mm -hmm. And let's say like later on, they do bring in like, you know, voiceover IP or like video chatting mm -hmm. or even email. Yeah. You know, that would be a huge. That'd be a great thing. That'd be mm -hmm. amazing. Like, okay, that's what boggles my mind. Like for a company that just it prides itself on like is an internal chat system. Why don't they have VoIP? Like you would have to go to like, I don't know, Zoom. Mm -hmm. Zoom like did amazing with that. Mm -hmm. Or email. Why don't they have an, an internal email system? Mm -hmm. Well, I do know, like, you know, their instant messages is apparently, like, very secure mm. and very highly encrypted. Gotcha. Now, is it because of that that they're not trying to use, like, VoIP and other sorts? Uh, uh, I don't really know. I don't know. Because, like, okay, say, for example, like, 
WhatsApp. Well, I feel like WhatsApp is a good comparison. Mm-hmm. With WhatsApp, I could just be like messaging someone. I'm like, oh, say, for example, I don't want to type. I could just video call them. Easy. Yeah. Bam. Get it done. You don't want to even video call. You can just do a regular call. There we go. Even better. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. But aside from that, it's just being nitpicky. But if looking at the results, oh my God, great. Great. Yeah, it's a really good and easy mm-hmm. A plus company. Yeah. And to be honest, mm-hmm. like, it's a not. It's not a bad idea to invest in it now. True. Because once they do have the acquisition, right? Mm-hmm. You do get the price of twenty six point seven nine dollars in cash per share, plus point zero seven seven six shares of Salesforce. So technically, it's a win win. Yeah, I mean, it's a really good win because right now Slack is uh, trading for forty dollars and eighty cents. Mm-hmm. Now oh. Salesforce. Mm-hmm. Whew, okay, Salesforce is trading for two hundred and fifteen dollars and seventeen cents. Oh wow! Yeah. So, teasing you're not you're not wrong. It'd be it'd be a great idea to buy into Slack right now, right before the merger. Well, how much did you say uh, Slack is right now? Slack was. I think it was around forty dollars. Let, let me pull. Forty. Up. Okay. So yeah, I mean, point zero seven seven six shares is equivalent to about seventeen dollars of Salesforce. Yeah, that's really not bad. Like that's what? If you bad. get twenty six dollars plus seventeen bucks. That's forty three dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've already. If you want to buy sell honestly, if you really want to buy Salesforce for cheap, just do this. Buy Slack yeah. and wait. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is a good opportunity to buy Slack right now, mm-hmm. and then just let your money grow. Let your money grow, and then get some extra money with shares of Salesforce. Mm-hmm. I like it. Now, Tizen, let me ask you: as um, as a person, what would it take for you to not invest in Slack? Is there anything that Slack would do? Well, see, I would not. Well, are we talking about investing or using Slack? Investing. Investing. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I don't really see that much things against it. Like, I, it is a really good company to invest in. Plus the fact that, yeah. you know, like, I'll receive money and get shares of Salesforce. Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of a win-win. It's a big win-win, mm-hmm. I'd say. Yeah, uh, same same boat as me. As an investor, easy, like you said, easy opportunity. Great, fantastic opportunity. At your work, right? At your, yes. like, day work. Okay. At, at your day job. Mm-hmm. Do you use any kind of like communication software? Yeah. So at work, we use a couple of different things. If we want to do like a group, like as a group chat and within the entire organization, we use this product called Symphony. Mm-hmm. Now, if I want to do instant messaging with a couple of people, I just use uh, Skype. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's it's good, but I would like it to be all in one thing. So mm-hmm. that way I don't have to like worry, worry about two different softwares. That yeah. Makes sense. I mean, like for instant messaging, I feel like Slack is the way to go. Mm-hmm. But I also do feel like they are literally slacking on not having voice over IP or like video chat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for a company that's focusing on communication, mm-hmm. those are actually very Solid big keys to have. Opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're not working. They're not really doing anything on that. And guys, that was our episode on Slack. Now, if you have an opinion or want to leave a comment, go check us out at Facebook or Instagram at the 2028 podcast and leave a comment and we'll check them out and let you know what we think. Let us know if you want us to do an analysis on a company and who knows, it might just be featured in a later installment of the 2028 podcast. I'm Vince and I'm Teasing, and this is the 2028 podcast and we're out.